1: Paperbird's wallpaper is easy to clean, safe, and non-toxic, just like Sports Wednesday. So head to PaperbirdHome.com to get yours today, and tell them BMOC sent you. Good times. Toyed. All right, we're gonna do this in three, two, one. Cue coach. Oh yeah.
0: Damn! Is Alabama a good football team? Plus, will the Browns playoff run make it out of Kansas City? How many times can a certain member of this podcast mention Tom Brady in one show? And can we extend our win streak with coaches Brudda? All this and more on the NFC East of Podcast <laughs> Sports <laughs> Wednesday. Because it's Sports Wednesday.
2: it's yeah, Sports.
1: Sounding good tonight. That is Maestro on the Eddie Van Halen guitar. Am I right?
3: 5150,
1: baby. 5150. All right. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everybody. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right and the details frequently wrong. Sometimes we get the big stories wrong and the details right. It's really weird. But that's what you get when you get a Wednesday themed sports podcast in the middle of your week. My name's Pete Brown. I'm the big man on campus. I keep the trains running on this show. Joining me, as always, is the guy who makes the trains run late, the coach, basketball legend, Matt Longley. How are you, coach? Doing good. He is doing good. All right. And then, as I mentioned uh, earlier on, I, I should probably start introducing him first. It would make sense to go right from his music into his introduction. It would. It would, totally. But um, his gardener calls him Mr. Hake, but we call him the maestro, Brian Hake. How are you, maestro? (laughs)
3: Ah, it's going more. a little rough day today, but we can talk about that later. A little bit of a rough day.
1: Not surprised, not surprised. seems like we're all feeling it a little bit. Uh, before we get to uh, to the show, get to the medium level sports talk, which I know uh, you're all excited to hear. I just want you to know you can follow the show on the Instagram at Sports Wednesday. There was a time where we posted funny, humorous, original content. <laughs> that, was, that was some time ago, but
0: that was every, a good time.
1: Every week we we say we'll get back to it. We're on the Twitters at Sport Wednesday. That's still Sport Singular Wednesday, and announcing a new presence managed by the coach on facebook is that right coach
0: i'm getting there i look for this week for the big reveal
1: so if you're on facebook you should be able to just uh, search sports wednesday you'll find our page there i imagine we'll, we'll post links to episodes and things like that it's gonna be magical it is gonna be managed i when i said that coach i was i was assuming you had a strategy for facebook but it sounds like your strategy is just set it up set it up and go baby <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and letting you know we're running a promotion right now that if you follow us on the socials and you message us on whatever social networks messaging platform is uh, asking for a Sports Wednesday sticker, we will send you one. Absolutely, we will do that. And uh, last week we had 100,000 people took advantage <laughs> of that.
0: I didn't get mine.
1: But I do have one, Coach, that you have to give to somebody that you know who messaged us on the platform.
0: Okay, I can do that.
1: But Sports Wednesday stickers are great. You can stick them on your water bottle or your fridge or your car or wherever you stick your stickers. No uh, If you are hoping to order Sports Wednesday merch in time for Groundhog's Day, uh, I think you're running out of time, but uh, go ahead and order it now, and then maybe you'll have it in time for Valentine's Day. Uh, go to sportswednesday.com, click on Merch. We've got three or four different logos. We've got 68 products for each logo. We've got... Uh, <laughs> The uh, the shower curtain's a big seller around Valentine's Day. I don't know why, but who, who uh, wouldn't want to?
0: Yes, medium level sports covering you up while you take your shower. Everywhere,
1: that's right. And we've got uh, we've got uh, some pretty cool shirts, some pretty cool masks. Oh, uh, whether cool. we don't we don't have his hats. That's something I'm working on. We well, can uh, get the hats. Yeah, going to be working on it. All right, that's all the housekeeping. A little it took a little longer than I like, but we'll get right into it. Oh, we've got tepid takes. Oh, tepid. A tepid take is like a hot take, but it's a day or two old. <laughs> Which is usually the case when you publish your podcast on Wednesdays. Maestro, let's let's get right into it.
3: You ready for some tepid takes, y'all?
2: Tit tep, sapp takes. sakes. Tit tep, sakes.
1: <laughs> that was awesome i that was so good that i feel like this segment is always going to be called tepid takes now i think no, it really should be no more I think hot you- takes so last night we're recording on tuesday night this week last night was the college football national championship game and and like i know most people they watch the game on monday night and then they're like i don't want to talk about it tuesday nobody talked to me about it i'm waiting for sports wednesday to come out on wednesday <laughs> <laughs> We had some high hopes that Ohio State might, uh, might do to Alabama what they did to Clemson. But as it turns out, Alabama did to them what they did to Notre Dame. Coach, tepid takes on that game.
0: Uh, tepid takes is holy crap. Holy shit. Alabama did exactly what I told you they would do. Their offense is really damn good. And Devontae Smith, um, I guess they didn't think he was very good because they never guarded him. And, uh, Ohio's defense is, um, I don't want to come off as strong, but they looked so bad. Like, just, like, they never got to the quarterback. It just shows my tepid take, the strongest tepid take is there's Alabama and there's everybody else, and there is a huge gap right now between Alabama and everybody else.
1: I, I will say that, let, let me give you credit, first of all, because you did last week. Uh, you're like, I'm afraid of Alabama's offense, and Meister and I were like, what? Uh, we have no fear. Ohio State was down two starting defensive linemen, and that was huge, right? That because, was huge because we watched that Clemson game, and I thought, oh, oh, Ohio State just punched Clemson in the mouth. They could be the first team to punch Alabama in the mouth, but without pressure on the passer, he had all day to throw. There's, there's no, there's no mouth punching happening.
3: Well, here's I mean, the thing, you know. Here's the thing. They, the two times they did get to him, one time he fumbled, and one time he got hurt. Yeah. So that it's was like, it. had they just gotten to him a
2: little, little, little more?
1: And, uh, and Coach, you said, uh, you said, you know, we knew Devontae Smith was going to be difficult to cover. And you said, Sean Wade is not good. And uh, I usually don't know the names of the players, but after watching that game, I concur. <laughs> it looked like by the fourth quarter, he was jogging in his coverage.
0: He was, he looked across the, the line and said, I am not good enough to stop you. So I might as well just pretend I'm just out here.
1: And uh, I saw today they're like, they, he has to decide if he's going pro or not. I would probably, based on that game, go back Come to back. school and yeah. try and have a better year. Because that game did no favors to his draft stock.
0: And he, if he didn't play at all this year, he's a top 10 pick. That's the crazy thing.
1: So Alabama wins. Uh, did we cover? What was um, it, seven and a half points?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we were just short. Just short. Just,
1: just short of covering. Uh, yeah. And here's the other weird thing. guys, that was only their eighth game of the year. I know. You know, Alabama had 12 games. Just a weird year all around. So enjoy your trophy sabin with the big trophy. asterisk next to it.
0: <laughs> F- emphasis on the asterisk.
1: There was a point when we were watching that game where I texted, put me in, I can cover Devontae Smith. and And you're like, you can't do any worse. You just can't. You and your jorts would have done a hell of a job. Would have, would have done that. All right. So that's a college football national championship. Well, uh, well coach, coach is the only one that gets a take. I'm sorry, Maestro. You jumped in. I thought that was your take. That was my take? take? That's not my take. That's my two oh, cents.
2: Here what's we your go. take?
1: <laughs> don't, you, don't you want to take? BMO? No, we're we're doing two cents. 2 We're not doing two cents this week. We're doing takes.
3: Well, I didn't have my <laughs> take.
1: All right, Maestro. What's your tepid take?
3: I, I don't know if I want to say it now.
0: You have to, don't be, you've got to say it now.
3: No, I, I do want to give coaches due. he, uh, you know, he spouted off last week and so coaches rarely, right. So we want to rarely, we want to, you know, shine a light on that. He was right. Um, no, I, I think that I don't think the team that beat Clemson was quite there last night and, and BMOC, you said we were down some players, but, I don't know that we would have won even with those folks there. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, and I do think that they were well aware of uh Devonta Smith. Devante, Devontae, Devontae? Devante. Devante? Devante. Because if you look, when they were they would show there was always a guy on him, they just couldn't keep up with him. Like he was right. moving around so fast. And I think they were just so worried to give giving up the big play that they just gave up a lot, a lot of little plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
1: it was a lot like uh, actually watching the Browns play the Steelers. They were just trying to keep everything in front of them. But it, it seemed like Alabama couldn't – like they could not get less than 10 yards on a play. It was, it was even good. on the
0: runs, like Nijay Harris, every time he ran, it, it, he was six yards down before somebody would put a hand on him. Some missed tackles would, too. For sure, Ooh. a lot of them. And, you and know, it,
3: Trey Sermon going down first play. That, hurt. that, that hurt. hurt a lot.
0: Sure, All those things that you say – All those things that could have happened, getting those players back. This game's not a 30-whatever-point whatever whatever blowout. I think it's a lot closer. I I think Alabama still wins, but it's definitely more of a game.
1: Well, and Devontae Smith put it, he didn't play the second half. I was like, okay, we can come back, and we did not. did not. (laughs) (laughs) Tough uh, weekend to be a a Buckeye, but I I was proud of the Buckeyes for having a decent season and uh, and making it there and beating Clemson. That was a huge, uh, huge milestone. That was Uh, fun. I, I like based on that game, I'm like, this is one of the greatest Alabama teams I've seen. Yes. I, I wouldn't trust it because I haven't seen a lot. I saw the team Forrest Gump played on.
0: They were really
1: good. How do you how, how did Forrest Gump not go pro? I, I don't know. Why didn't he go pro? He was
0: a what? great kick return. Was it because
1: he got drafted right away?
0: It had to have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I that was a bad choice. And can you believe it? I got to go to college too.
1: So okay. Uh, so that's the college football season. I'm glad we had a season. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Very Forrest Gump on that.
2: T-tap, tap and tap Tappin' Sakes. Tap oh, tap oh. Tappin' Sakes.
1: Okay. Those were tepid takes on the college football playoffs. Now, uh, NFL had their wild card round. That was so long ago. We're not going to talk about those games. We're going to talk about the upcoming games in in the very creatively named NFL divisional (laughs) weekend.
0: So creative,
1: so creative. There are uh, four games on the board this week. Coach is telling us the best game to watch.
0: So uh, I'm I'm going to go chalk. The best game to watch is the Rams (laughs) Green Bay. (laughs) kidding it's tampa bay and new orleans i'm not even going to try to say it's another game everybody wants to watch big tom tom brady and drew Brees, dead arm Brees, play in a game of old men i can't wait it's gonna be awesome really it's gonna be a great game i can't believe
3: you wouldn't say the browns the chiefs even as a homer that would be that's gonna be a, a game because you know the, the, the football gods are they're they're uh, they're shining their
0: light onto the browns right now i
3: think.
2: Mm.
0: I'm just look. I'm 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 gonna say it. I know you're superstitious. I don't want to say anything. no, no, no. No, I don't mind to say it. I'm just happy to be there. Like yeah, yeah. really, <laughs> me. I'm gonna enjoy that game whether they win by seven or lose by forty. I'm just happy they're there.
1: And Browns Chiefs uh, is a ten point spread right now. That's the biggest one on the board. Uh, it's actually Baltimore Buffalo three point spread is the closest. I think that's an interesting game to watch. I won't watch it, but it will be it will be interesting to see if Buffalo's for real. If Lamar Jackson can continue to put the Ravens on his back, uh, I know Coach loves a good old school quarterback battle, and in, uh, in Brady breezes is is de- going to deliver.
3: I, I got to I I will say I totally disagree with that. I I have no interest in watching that game. I feel like really we've we've seen it before. You know, I'm just I'm sick of these old guys. I got to be honest. I'm I'm excited by Crazy Baker and Mahomes. I just think there's going to be, it's, it's just going to be entertaining. I, I don't know. I'm looking I mean, forward to that game.
1: So Maestro, what's the worst game to watch?
3: Oh, Green Bay, LA Rams. Oh, my yeah. God. oh, no I, doubt. I yeah. just can't watch the Rams anymore. And I love their defense. They are a smothering uh, crew to watch, but the the offense, like yeah, it just is- it just makes me want to cry. And I think Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's just going to put on his usual show. You know, maybe it's snowy. Maybe that's fun to watch, but I have no interest.
0: Yeah. No, I have zero interest in that game.
1: I gotcha. All right. Well, we have to make some predictions here because uh, we are important podcast celebrities and the world looks <laughs> to us to see who's going to win. We're doing these against the spread and uh, we are still going in reverse order of our standings. So, uh, Coach, it's your honor, Cleveland, Kansas City. Um, Kansas City is a 10 point favorite. The game is in Kansas City. Are you
3: City. going with your points? Or with your heart oh, God. are you the gambler or the soul man
2: <laughs> <laughs> I went
0: with Cleveland last week I'm gonna stick with Cleveland I can't I can't go against him
1: sounds good coach uh, taking Cleveland plus 10 BMOC concurs maestro
3: well honestly I, I want to take the Browns but since you two are going Browns I'm gonna go the Chiefs
1: you're flipping it righty. and is there any interest in a side bet on this game? All right, Baltimore-Buffalo. <laughs> the Bills are three-point favorites. Uh, they they are a good team. I'm, I've am i only watched them a couple of times this year, but they're not a bad team. They're not bad. Uh, coach?
0: I'm taking Baltimore in the points. That's an easy one for me.
1: All right, I will take the Bills. Maestro?
0: You know, I,
3: I've been really rooting for Baltimore. I, I think Lamar is fantastic, but I don't know. I, I feel like Buffalo's got something going right now, and I think – they're going to figure out a way to shut Lamar down. I think it's Buffalo. So
0: you're both taking Buffalo. Yep. Yep. All right. Side bet, uh, BMOC. whatchamacallit, call it. Take it or leave it. Yes, Stun. sir. Okay, uh, Maestro. We're going to go. Um, ooh. What? What's your candy bar of choice?
3: You know, I got this. Or are, we doing, I, or are we
0: doing? Are we doing? Are we doing? Are we doing tall beer
1: from the the end cap?
0: Ooh, well, that's a uh, beer from the end cap. Beer from it? the end cap. I love it. All right, beer from the end cap, done. Yes,
1: sir. All right, good deal on that side bet. Uh, The Rams of Los Angeles, Mm. formerly of St. Louis, formerly of Cleveland, (laughs) formerly of Anaheim. (laughs) Maestro loves their defense, hates their unis, taking on Green Bay, seven-point favorites. Coach?
0: I'm taking minus seven. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Rodgers.
1: I took the Rams last week. I like like their coach, and I'm going to stick with them.
0: All right, you're taking the points.
3: Green Bay, please.
1: Green Bay for Maestro. All right, and then uh, the Gen X Challenge. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the Depends Challenge.
1: 86-year-old Tom Brady against 84-year-old Drew Brees. Drew Brees, who I covered in high school. Did you guys know I was a sports yeah, we, writer when I lived in Texas? We heard that what? right was before that? you got to the Peace Corps. <laughs> yeah, was that before <laughs> or after the Peace Corps? <laughs> All right, that Tampa that? Bay, New Orleans coach.
0: All right, don't even – it's Tampa Bay. I'm minus three and a half. Or no, do I get three and a half, don't I?
1: You get three and a half, yeah. Oh, good.
0: man, I'm in the points. Get out of here. I'm, that's going to be tasty.
1: Takes breezes. Maestro.
3: Uh, I'm going New Orleans. Hey,
1: you guys. All right, there are your picks. We used to call them locks of the week, but too many people lost their their houses, their livelihoods, their mortgages, betting on them. Uh, but that's who we think's going to win in the awesomely named NFL Divisional Weekend. <laughs> The so, NFL should hire hire Maestro to do the song. Be like, NFL, Divisional Weekend. Boom. boom. So uh, over on ESPN.com, we have the Sports Wednesday NFL Playoff Pigskin Challenge, where people can join, and the winner gets a Sports Wednesday mask. Uh, we did the... Wild card round. So if you didn't do that, you're you're going to be behind in some points. But you could probably catch up. Uh, divisional oh. round is going live. I think later today to make your picks there for the next round. BMOC is utterly dominated. I don't know if you guys looked. You know there were 14 picks. BMOC got 12 of them.
3: Yeah, but He's you amazing. just said none of those. Only the games count. So what are you talking about? I it, got
1: doesn't, it doesn't matter. On you look at the spo- at the at the ESPN NFL Playoff skin Challenge. I hit ninety nine point eight percent of my week one picks. I am in five hundred and forty fourth place of, <laughs> nationally of the hundreds of thousands of people doing but this. You
3: thing. said last week all the little side the little picks did not count. So
1: I none of none of this counts for our points, right? None of this goes into our scoreboard. This is just about winning a Sports Wednesday mask. Okay. Okay. I'm
2: not going to argue with
1: you. He's arguing. arguing.
2: I mean, I'm I, arguing with I, you, but I'm
1: not going to argue with you. I understand you're a little jealous. I mean, ev- what red-blooded American boy doesn't grow up to say, I'm going to be in the top 550 people nationwide <laughs> after the first <laughs> round of the ESPN challenge on something called the internet that hasn't been invented yet. But go there. <laughs> we got about 10 people in, in, the, in the bracket right now. It's not too late. I'm telling you, you can catch up. Get in. But go ahead and get in there. And to get there, you go to bit.ly. That's bit.ly backslash swpigskin21. Good times.
3: This is a stadium version. (laughs)
1: Long-time listeners to the show, both of you probably know that we bet with Coach's brother. We usually bet five, ten bucks a week, something like that. We try and uh, we try and win. We usually don't win, and in fact, until two weeks ago, we were always losing. We evened up on the Cincinnati Georgia game. Yep. And then this past week we won because we had the Ravens. Is that right? That's right. And they yep. covered. Uh, and and not surprisingly. Having lost two weeks in a row, where's Coach's brother? Nowhere to be found. He is curled up in a closet in wherever he lives, weeping quietly and trying to remember his glory years as a soapbox derby racer.
3: (laughs) He's crying. He's crying into his winning uh, Sports Wednesday
1: T-shirt. That's right. That's and the way right. it works is uh, one week we throw out a game and he gets to pick a side. This is his week to throw out the game and we pick the side. So when coach gets it, we will put it on the socials and tell you what, what game we picked. Are we doing five bucks again, fellas? Yeah. All right. can right. we We've never won two weeks in a row. Can we win three weeks in a row? Oh,
2: my. Scoreboard up to
1: All right. So let me get right to our scoreboard update. This is what Maestro is talking about. We keep track uh, each year, go from Super Bowl to Super Bowl uh, on how we did on picks. That that lets you know the value of our sports knowledge, which is uh, negligible. <laughs> this past week, we had uh, six possible points. There were or nine possible points, six NFL games, and then there were three points associated with the college football playoff. Uh, coach got a plus four, three NFL games in Alabama one. That raises him to 37 out of 83 on the year, 44.58%. Uh, BMOC, f- plus four, all on NFL, got none of his college picks, 40 out of 83. And Maestro, plus four, three NFL games in Alabama, makes him 49 out of 83. He slips out of the 60s, <laughs> 59.04%. Maestro's going to win this thing walking away. We've only got a few weeks left of the Super Bowl. There's was another the push. Is- can he finish Can he finish the year in the 60 percentile?
3: I'm slowing down. I'm in that last lap. I'm slowing down. I'm like,
0: <laughs> this is Tony Gwynn at the end of the season. Can he get enough at bats and can he get enough hits to hold on to his batting average? And he's sitting at
1: 391. And, uh, and let me point out, uh, the over-under in that Ohio State-Alabama game was 76. I was the only one that went over, and like with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, coach texts, you're totally going to get it. And that ends up as a push nobody got. <laughs> I did, never thought that would happen.
2: Scoreboard Update, yeah. girl.
1: So you heard us doing some side bets earlier. We like to wager candy bars. That's how we probably get our sugar intake. Uh, I believe this is accurate, guys, but correct me if I'm wrong. I know I still own Maestro Clark Bar. My Clark Bars ordered from Mexico have not shown up. There's, there is a worldwide Clark Bar shortage, and nobody's talking about it. And a chocolate payday. But I won from Maestro a 100 hundred Grand Bar. Is that what they're oh called? Oh, so good. And uh, Maestro immediately texted and said he is not paying up until he gets these overdue candy bars I owe him. And then, Coach, I believe you won and got even-stevened with Maestro. Is that I right? I did.
3: That is correct. We are clean-sheeted. No, I won and it got even-stevened. It was a no, that's, right, that's right. That's right. We're
0: clean-sheeted.
1: Okay. And uh, oh, and you guys are wagering uh, alcohol this week. That's always fun. I love it. And, uh, and Maestro, I don't have any uh, wagers with you. Do you want to – anything you want to wager on before I close out the side bets? Let's do it. What do you want?
0: What game? All right, I'm gonna pick the game for you. All right, you're gonna you're gonna bet the um, you're gonna do the Rams Green Bay game.
1: Ooh, okay. All right, I'll take I'll take the Rams on that if you want, Maestro.
3: I'll take Green Bay. Yeah,
1: Green. Another there hundred, you go. Another another hundred grand bar.
3: You don't want to do oh, You don't want to do cheese since Green Bay. <laughs>
1: I do not want to do cheese because I am lactose intolerant. That's not something you need to know. Did you guys know I was in the Peace Corps? Hey, hey Peace Corps Pete. Why don't we ever call you that? <laughs> I
2: don't know. Because right. I'm going to now. So wait,
1: what do we that, bet? What do we bet? We're betting a hundred grand.
3: Oh, so we got bar. it was so double or kind of double or nothing. double or
1: nothing. Yeah, on that hundred grand. Ah, Two hundred grand. That's a lot. I'll buy a whole. Uh, I, I'll buy a whole
3: box. I don't care.
1: Let's I'll tell you what. I hit. Ha- I had bought a Fifth Avenue recently. As sort of a substitute for the the Clark bars if they don't show up, but then uh, I split it with my wife after dinner tonight. It was it was quite tasty. It's so good.
3: They're just so good. You can't let them get warm though, because you yeah. no. if you're peeling it out of the you know it gets stuck to the wrapper. It's it gets really frustrating. They're right. really
0: messy too. Yeah. But yeah. oh, so rich. nice. All
1: mm-hmm. right. So so that's side bets, and uh, now we have something. I've done this once or twice in (laughs) 130-some episodes.
2: Wait, I got a song. I got a song. Mystery (laughs) Bits. Mystery (laughs) Bits. With BMOC.
0: That's really good.
1: The mystery bit is one where where neither Maestro nor Coach know what's happening. Sometimes I'll give them clues to let them know what I'm going to throw at them. Here's the thing. Okay. And I think listeners are picking up on this, right? But like uh, when we beat Coach's brother this this past week, Maestro sent out a little song in the text <laughs> thread, and it sounded great. And then I was so excited, I, I also sang the song and texted it back. And then he's like, well, didn't you see I already sent that song? And I'm like, well, what are you, the only one that gets to send the song? I wanted to, and it. It, it just.
2: We be coaches, brother.
1: We really be coaches, brother, two
2: in a row.
3: I wasn't being dickish about it. I was just blown away that, like, I was thinking, did we really just do this in the same key at the same time? And we didn't know. That's what I was. That's what I was.
1: I seem chippy. There's been some chippiness.
2: I'm singing maestro songs, singing maestro
1: songs, better than maestro, taking something good, making it great. BMOC singing songs.
2: We be coaching brother twice.
1: And, uh, and I realized today, uh, not just between me and Maestro, there's been some chippiness uh, between me and Coach, some chippiness between Coach and Maestro, uh, some chippiness pretty much uh, all over the world right now.
2: Now we're at the Wendy's,
1: got nuggets and some sweet tea too. Gonna sing until I'm done, cause I sing so much better than you. I'm actually wearing PJs. I put on two days ago, and I (laughs) (laughs) I haven't taken them off. I smell terrible, and so, Coach, yes, BMOC, and Maestro, and America Hmm. needs a pep talk. Can you do it?
3: On off the cuff. Wow. Yeah,
1: I can do it. I can do
0: it. Are you ready? Yeah okay look people we all get it we're all sick of hearing about it we're all sick of everything in this world everything that we look at makes us angry everything that we are around makes us sad but you know what's the hard thing to do is just to stay in that little 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 bubble and feel sorry for yourself and wear pajamas for three days and not wear deodorant and stink like hell but you know what the easy part is the easy part is is just to think about you know what smiling's not so bad and you know what else is easy it's easy just to be nice to people and it's also easy just to realize nothing that we go through especially us is as bad as it can get because we've never seen as bad as it can get the only person out of the three of us has ever been close to as bad as it can get is mr maestro and that motherfucker beat it and that was cancer the rest of us are all living lives and we need to look at the other side that sun is on the other side of this crap. That sun is on the other side of this, what we call, the worst pandemic. And I'm sick of pe- people saying that it's, it's bringing them down, because all you have to do is look ahead, and that sun is shining on the other side. And we're going to get there. It's already peeking out. I can already feel it, because I am a guy that was deep down in the doldrums, and you guys know it, and I pulled my ass out. And you, too, can pull your ass out, and everyone else can pull their ass out, because it's going to happen, and I know it is. Get your ass... Out of the doldrums.
1: Nice. nice, coach. I got the goosebumps at one point. Nice work. I'm giving you the salute. Yes, that's a PBR could, salute for you. That was exactly what I needed here. What do you think, Maestro? Could this be the show?
0: No. <laughs>
3: the coach gets mvp maybe that was that.
1: unplanned <laughs> Woo. that was that, that was good work coach thank you i appreciate that i didn't know where it was going early on but it seemed to find find its legs when you got to run that phrase of of get your ass out is that yeah. what is that that was in it that was it get your ass out of the doldrums coach yeah I had uh, to get my good foot good thank you all right that was, uh, I don't know if you want to play this out. Maestro mystery. Bit, mystery bit with. <laughs> so, Pre pandemic asking coach for a pen, a pep talk was not, I mean, he just gave them to you unbidden. He was so relentlessly positive, but even <laughs> coach the mighty coach has been down in the doldrums. And so, uh, Way to dig deep and pull that one out, coach.
0: I appreciate that.
1: Let's go. I know, uh, I know your brother who is uh, curled up in a closet weeping, and now he's listening to the show going,
2: my little brother's so smart. I'm so <laughs> proud of him.
1: <laughs> All right. Time for uh, where we get things off our chest or we clean up mistakes we, we've made, and this is a bit we like to call.
2: Rants and Corrections.
1: I thought this was going to be a toy show tonight, but it is open mic style, and everyone has signed up. Maestro kicking us off with a mini rant.
3: I'm going to keep it short. Um, and you know, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kirk Herb Street. All right, dude. Oh,
1: So bad. All right, buddy.
3: Um, you know, we've given you the free pass. You're a homer. You're a Buckeye, former Buckeye, mediocre quarterback. But, you know, in 2008, 2009, you're pretty good. You know, you're a young buck. You were, you were, you're quick, quick with the, t- quick, quick witted. But now, eh, I don't know what you are. You're not good. <laughs> you're just not good. I'm sick of it. Um, you're not even a homer anymore. You're like, you're just like an ass kisser. Uh, I want to keep my job. I got my fancy basement. I don't know. I'm just sick of you. And uh, I think I'm sick of all the announcers right now. They need to get better. You know they're just not doing a good job they're not giving us the details that we need they're just giving us they're just filling holes right they're just like they're not they're not telling me i want to why did t go out for three three series give me that information who what what's their yards what are they doing there's no stats they're just talking they're just filling space and it's like stupid shit and i'm tired of it
1: tired of it all Well, uh, well well, said, Maestro, That that is true. Uh, Kirk Street needs to break up with the phrase physicality. Loves that uh, phrase. <laughs> he loves that phrase so much. And uh, there was a point in that game where there was a player injured, so they cut to the booth, and the two guys are just standing there looking at each other like, what are we going to talk it's, about? It was horrible.
3: <laughs> they get paid a lot of money. They should, they should be able to fill that space with cogent, cool football information instead of just standing there like jackasses.
1: You know who would have filled that space? Russ Eisenstein, yeah. voice oh. Hell oh, yeah, that guy knows what infotainment's all about. All <laughs> right, Coach. Looks like you signed up for a full rant, so I'm going to dig in. Let's go.
0: Well, I I was, but I feel like Maestro did a full rant. If that was a mini, I think I've got a mini. Um, <laughs> I got I got a little wound up there. Sorry. I liked it. I liked it. I, I wanted to poke the poke the bear there, but um, mine mine of course has to do with baseball. And this past week or whatever, now it's almost been a week. Uh my beloved Cleveland baseball team traded away Francisco Lindor. I'm not mad about that. I knew that was going to happen. That that was a foregone conclusion when the season ended last year. They can't afford them. I get it. But this is what I'm ranting about and I'm sick of it. If you own own a professional sports team, that sport if you own one. If you own one, if you own one, if you own a professional sports team, that ownership of that thing is fun. That's your hobby you should be willing to lose your shirt on that thing because this is your fun money. If you own a sports team thinking you're going to save money, make money, not lose money, you're an ass clown because you make all of your money when you sell your team 20, 30 years down the road and you sell it for billions of dollars. While you own it, you empty the bank, you spend the money. If you can't, You should be kicked out. The the MLB should kick you out and say you're not allowed to own a team because you can't afford it. That's not part of it. You need people like Steinbrenner was an idiot, but that dude spent his money because he loved the Yankees and he wanted them to win. There are people out there that want baseball teams that would be able to do this, and I'm going to bang the drum again. Um, Mark Cuban deserves to be in the MLB. He deserves to own a baseball team and he should own the Cleveland baseball team because he would do whatever it takes to win. If it meant keeping a guy and overpaying for a couple of years, you do it because he kept Dirk Nowitzki for as long as he wanted. Even when Dirk was past his prime, because he knew Dirk should be in Dallas and he should be a part of that. And he won him a championship. It's just, it drives my, my head to explode when owners say I'm losing money, tough shit. You bought a baseball team. You're going to lose money. Spend more. It (laughs) drives me nuts.
1: And that is your business perspective for professional sports for coach. (laughs) Maybe, but you are right. You drive value over time. And if you spend the money to win the championships, that value is going to increase.
0: Even the the worst team in the NFL, the worst team is worth almost a billion dollars. Like your people want it. And in baseball, it's the same thing. You're going to get your money on the back end, spend on the front end. And I I don't know, are are really
3: are, are sports team owners really in it to make money? Are they in it to oh. to spend their money and have a good time? Right. And show no, off no. to their friends and have, you know, the the fancy sweets and their buddies and like I don't I don't know that they're necessarily in it for money. I mean, maybe some of them are, but Oh, they Most are. are they, just, they're just blowing their money because they've got
0: so much to burn. Look, the Cubs, the Cubs were owned for years for, for, because they were making money. They didn't give a shit if they won or lost. They they made so much money because of just they were the Cubs. They were lovable losers. They're the one, to, and the, nobody. They were getting. They would never commit to win because why should they? They were making so much money. It wasn't about that. Like to me, when you decide to buy, like. You you are now a sports owner. You are now going to be in the red the rest of your time. You own that team. Something else makes money, but your sports team shouldn't until you win. That's just part of being a professional sports owner. It's not something you should make money from.
1: Hey uh, hey coach. So uh, Dirk Nowitzki, first of all, he yeah uh, he played for the Mavericks till he was 86 years old. Yes, ago. he did. Uh, but here's the thing: when the Mavs won that championship, the next day Cuban tweeted, and he's. I'm gonna paraphrase, but it was like this is embarrassing. But I slept with the championship trophy last <laughs> yes. night. Yes, and I'm like, that's what you want out of your I, I own. <laughs> God, yes.
0: I, I want him so yeah. bad.
1: And uh, Cleveland is owned uh, their baseball team by Paul Dolan. Oh, is that yes. right? That's because he uh, he requested a Sports Wednesday sticker last. Oh, good, good. Stuff. Well,
0: I can't wait. I'll deliver it to him.
1: Nice. <laughs> uh, that was a full rant. I, I was curious if that that whole Lindor to the Mets thing was going to come up coach because I feel like uh who else went with him Uh, Carlos Carrasco yeah I feel like that's saying we're in full rebuilding mode
0: yeah and it doesn't make any sense that could be I could do a whole show on why that doesn't make sense but yeah
1: I know I know but but both of those guys going right now and and well we'll see we'll see what happens for the Cleveland baseball club. that's right all right I have just a tiny rant and it's uh I was going to actually do it when we are talking about the college football championship, and I forgot. So I quickly added it to the show sheet because I'm deft with the keyboard. But I got all excited because they kept saying AT&T is using new hologram technology to bring Lee Corso into the studio for the dumbest series of commercials I've ever seen in my life. Corso, I don't even think he knows what's going on. He's not there in real life. Are you kidding? Any six-year-old with After Effects could do that. Oh my god, AT&T, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Get yourself a better agency.
3: Do you think do you think Lee Corso's even getting paid?
1: Who uh, he doesn't even know? I don't even own. like I he, think
3: he's just like he's he's just entertainment. Like I don't know that, that they expect much. I don't I don't I don't get it.
1: That was that was ridiculous. But uh, uh here's a little bit of news too. AT&T, you need a new agency? Why don't you go check out bmc.media. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good work. Got that URL today, baby. Nice. That's the first time in my life that a URL was supposed to expire and it actually became available. God, you hit it! I did. All right, those are our
2: rants and just rants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like uh, what I like about that bit is it's Maestro's acapella moment, yes. you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and coach, I'm not going to ask you a question, but I can see that you're changing your, your items on the show sheet as we talk. Yes. Uh, okay. That brings us to the two-minute two-minute
0: All right, Coach, tell us how that works. Okay, it's called a two-minute drill. It's supposed to take two minutes. We all get two shots at it, 20 seconds of pop. We can talk about whatever we want, sports, whatever. We really can go the gamut of what we want to talk about. But here is the crux of the whole thing. It's supposed to be two minutes. It's called a two-minute drill, but no way in hell does it go two minutes. It always goes way over. That's why we call it the two-minute drill.
1: All right. Uh, that was a, took two minutes to explain what it was. Good job there. <laughs> Tonight, we're going Maestro, then Coach, then me. Maestro, are you ready? Let's do it. Your two-minute drill starts now.
3: All right, so you know Maestro's a Pittsburgher, and there was a big game on Sunday. The Browns and the Stullers, and I pretty much just assumed that the Steelers would win. In fact, I even procrastinated on some freelance work, knowing that, ah, this is going to be a (laughs) walk-in-the-park.
2: And as
3: some of you know, if you watch the game, I don't know what the hell happened, but they were down 28 points in like the first 10 minutes. Anyway, long story short, two minute drill. My whole family watched that game, except for me. I had to walk away, but <laughs> I can't believe that my youngest son, who doesn't watch football, watched that whole game, and my wife, who could give two shits about football, watched that game. <laughs> She is a Canton girl, and she grew up watching the Browns lose. And she was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to watch this game. So Browns fever nice. is alive and well in to so
1: Love say. it. I will tell you, J- JB the horse picker watched that game with me. And she was also like, wow, the Browns are doing really well, which is uh, the only thing she's ever said about football that's not derogatory. That was uh, that was a, a great game there, and uh, Maestro, great work on the freelance work. By the way, you really pulled it out for me there. <laughs> Time, all right, coach. Oh, okay, Tommy Lasorda uh,
0: passed away this past past week or last week. Um, Tommy Lasorda, being the the manager of the Dodgers back in the day when when managers and coaches were characters and he was a character and it made me think that we really don't have that today we don't have those types of coaches that that are almost like cartoon characters but they are really that you know who you're talking about and i miss that there's good and bad with all of it there whatever it is but timeless order was worth his weight in gold and r.i.p tommy i'll miss you
1: now, uh, uh, Coach, uh, was did he make a guest appearance on Different Strokes one time?
0: Yes, he did. And I was just yeah. going to say that Tommy, that's back in the day when those guys would do that on sitcoms, like because they were yep. well-known.
2: Yep.
1: You don't see Cora going on Different Strokes. No, you don't. And no
3: one would know who he is.
1: That's right. All right. Coach, Coach is there
3: any manager in the MLB right now that has that sort of larger-than-life personality that you could say? No.
0: I, I Right now, off the top of my head, I can't think of one.
1: Can't think of Can't one. Can't think of one. righty. Clint Hurdle, Tito Francona's
0: got some. nice. He's got good. He's but I'm a Homer, and not everybody. He's does. got a good
1: nickname. Got a good yeah. nickname. That's, that's that's a big part of it. All right, uh, it's it's my turn, and you guys have heard Coach and Maestro talking about the Snickers with brownie shoved up in it um, <laughs> candy bar for weeks, hailing it as this tremendous thing. I finally tried one. Uh, it's okay. Huh. It's okay. Uh, not enough to, like there's like one or two peanuts in your square and then when you hit them they're like what are we doing here <laughs> revolt is this uh, a mistake so, so i get i get the, why you guys like it i'm not saying it's a bad candy bar but it is not the second coming that you have made it out to be time
3: mm. maestro wrong i i i have i have a follow-up to that but i'm gonna keep going here with the bit uh so yeah i you know everybody's watching stuff streaming stuff right you know but everybody's kind of watching the same thing and i'm sick at what yeah everything i'm watching so uh i started watching a show it's on apple tv it's called long way up it's with ewan mcgregor and he does this motorcycle uh journey and he's this is the third one i guess he's done some elsewhere in the world over the last decade but anyway i love it he started at the he started at the very bottom of south america and has worked his way up. I'm about 5 episodes in. He's about right at Machu Picchu and Machu Picchu. Uh, it's fascinating. Like in a, during a time this quarantine, I know earlier in the year we kind of did shows where we talked about quarantine distractions and this has been mine. It's just fantastic and they're riding these Harley Davidson prototype electric bikes and there's like this challenge to get them charged. So it's almost like watching a video game. It's like, are these guys going to make it? You know, where are they going to get their charge? Um, but it's fascinating. I, I'm not familiar with South America, and I've just loved it. So just seeing all those the crazy terrain. There's deserts. There's mountains, high altitude, sea level stuff. It's just crazy. I love it.
1: Ah! And uh, BMOC adds on. He is on episode two after Maestro recommended it. It is it is really good. I watched the first season of uh, his show. It was called Long Way Round. It's also really good. Maestro. He gets like into Kazakhstan mm-hmm. and. The police figure out who he is, that he's famous. So they start, you know, um, giving him an escort from town to town. Each town he arrives in, they're like, they have all the kids out to do dances and sing songs for him. And he's just like, this isn't what we planned at all. (laughs) (laughs) That happens
3: a little bit in this. I mean, some, but most folks don't have no clue who he is. But the high altitude stuff and the mountains and the terrain, I'm just, it's just fascinating. Like the colors and the, like... I want to go there, and I don't know why, yep. but it's just—it's—it's it's really drawn me in.
1: And he he rides with his buddy, who he grew up with, Charlie Borman, and like sometimes when they're arguing, Hugh McGregor will say, "You must do what you think is right, of course," and he'll go, "Don't do that, Obi Wan." <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, time,
0: coach. Okay, I I switched up my thing because I was going to talk about Jim Harbaugh, but I, I don't even want to talk about him. He's boring. Um, uh, Evander Holyfield and Mike Tyson. Um, they might fight again and they might fight again in a real boxing match and they're old as hell. And I really, I'm watching, watching. I was just going to say, I would not, I don't pay for pay-per-view anymore, but if this Holyfield Tyson thing three goes off, I, you you can be damn well sure I will be putting out the greenbacks to buy the, to buy this pay-per-view. I mean, it's going to be fantastic. It will be the, Fight of the ear <laughs> Well, I know Tyson, nice. he's been training for a while. I know, because he just fought Roy Jones.
1: Nice, uh, first of all, nice little ear throw in there, Coach. Uh, this match will be better than anything with a Paul brother, I guarantee. Oh, my God. Yes. And I also, I, I should point out uh, Mike Tyson, fellow podcaster, he has a, a podcast called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson, and they hot box, <laughs> <laughs> which is not actual boxing. No, it isn't. Uh, but it's it's a it's a fun list. I only listened to a couple episodes, but I enjoyed the ones that I listened to. All right, all right, time. All right, guys, I have to tell you this. Earlier tonight on the show, I, I mentioned I was lactose intolerant, and I hadn't planned to mention that. Okay, so you're gonna it's gonna seem to you like I have inside knowledge in in the take I'm about to give you oh in the two minute drill yes. in the twenty seconds that I have, which are only just getting started yes. now. Uh, I realized tonight. All right, you guys know the Hamburglar? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Mayor McCheese.
1: I suspect the Hamburglar is lactose intolerant. Because if he isn't, he wouldn't be trying to steal hamburgers. He would kill Mayor McCheese and behead him and <laughs> eat his head. <laughs> what is stopping a guy who's so driven by hamburgers that he has to commit crimes from having this giant hamburger head he could eat? But Jeez. but the cheese, that's the only thing I can figure. It does make hamburger. It does make sense. Lactose intolerant. Yeah, it does make sense.
2: Time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, wait. wait
1: what? <laughs> what just happened?
2: So,
3: you you are lactose intolerant, BMOC? I am. Yeah. So, but you were just talking about, I, you know, you talking about eating that chicken dip. I don't know. You, still eat, you know. still eat it. You just suffer later? Oh, yeah. I do suffer. And I what do. about Cocoa Puffs? Are you
1: are you eating that with real almond. milk or? or are you- I, I eat it with uh, I eat it with almond milk. Oh, okay, okay,
3: all right.
1: Yeah, I only found this out a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, that's why I have giant hard poops. <laughs> so everything has been, you know, the skids have been greased since I realized I, I need to really cut down the dairy. But I'll eat I'll eat a couple slices of pizza and stuff. I don't like to say intolerant. That's such a, an intolerant word. I like to say I'm lactose uh, irritated. Prefer not to eat it.
3: I can't. Well, usually intolerance takes you the other way, right? Where you're too greasy, right? You're- yeah. Oh That's my God, right. are we
0: talking about greasy skids? Yeah. Yep. God, we're old. Yeah. That is. But I, so I stopped the
1: clock. I stopped the clock when I said time, just uh, so you know, because right, uh, we did go a little bit over, and I'm. A, and this is a close show. Coach is right now in the MVP position. All he has to do is make sure he guesses closer than Maestro on how long the two minute drill went.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go. I know we went a little bit over, like maybe a little bit. I'm gonna say seven minutes forty two
2: seconds.
3: <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty ambitious. We did go way over. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna go six twenty
1: one. Once again, Maestro's closer. Oh my it was seven forty six. <laughs> That's closer to 621 than 742 is. So Maestro snakes the MVP 136 consecutive time. Congratulations there, Maestro. Fellas, this has been a good show. we got a little bit of editing to do, but other than that, I think uh, think it's Toit. Toit! All right. And so uh, there being no other motions on the floor until Wednesday next. And on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the Maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying... Good times, everybody, and get your ass out of the doldrums.